0: And I'm Georgie, coming to you with chats about all aspects of design, creativity and its influence on life. Can I get a whoop whoop? Whoop whoop? This This is Creative Clinks. Welcome back to another episode. Now, this particular guest is a bit of a treat because I have made so many references in so many episodes. (laughs) And finally, we have The Wise Oak on the show <laughs> welcome <laughs> welcome daniel hersey from Blackline digital which is ahem, also my boss welcome to creative clean well thank
1: you for having me <laughs> i need to i want all the clips of where you've referenced me to know uh yeah what you've been saying
0: no then that would do that would not help our statistics for the viewer retention so I'm going to make you listen to every single one of them all the way through and then you can boost our stats. I'll
1: play them through the office so anybody can Um, listen.
0: (laughs) If you did I would actually just crawl under my desk like I did literally the other day and just nap there for the rest of it like just no one come near me. Yeah great. Now Daniel I must say too when Georgie didn't call you a wise
2: oak I was like Is he just, like, super old or something? Like, I wasn't sure what she meant by that. And then she clarified, oh, no, he's just so, like, smart and intelligent. So, you have, like, a huge reputation to uphold, I must say. Like, I'm sitting here a little bit intimidated, not even knowing you. Just because of, like, your reputation of what I've been told of, like, how incredible you are with what you do. So, anyway, that's all I'm going to say in regards to how much I know about you. But
1: Georgie's trying to get a raise. That's all this is. It's a whole ploy to, uh, yeah, butter me up. Yeah. They're
0: called the long game. Not you for the short game, but <laughs> for yeah, the long game. Yeah, yeah. Well, considering I know you so well and Barbie's yet to really get to know you, I guess tell us a little bit about yourself for those listening and Barbie that don't know you.
1: Um, okay. Uh, I am a dad. I feel like that's a, my favourite place to start. Uh, I've got a little one. He's one. I'm not going to go how many months. He is. Uh, he's great. He's a little firecracker. I have a digital marketing agency. Where we focus on acquisition, acquiring clients. We also build websites. Yeah, I live in Newcastle. I don't know. I don't know how to describe myself, like long walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> um, long walks on the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: The best part of that is that I just kind of thought, I wonder how much he's like, have like his opening line rehearsed. And I, I wondered how... <laughs> it's that, obviously
1: not <laughs> 0 Absolute. It's just organic, you know. You I love that. You prong me and then I'll just word bomb and everything so yum (laughs) well
0: one of the questions that um barbie started off with which was that from doing a little bit internet sleuthing um she's found that you've been able to or identified as a bit of a black sheep in your family so what does that label really mean to you yeah well i guess
1: uh the history of that is like i come from for whatever reason, a long line of painters, house painters. So since 1901, every son has been a painter. Wow. So like my dad, two uncles, both my brothers, my pop was, his dad, his dad and his dad were all painters. So it was just something that kind of, I also did a painting trade as well. Uh, Really grateful that I did that dad kind of really nudged me in that direction uh, when I was younger. Uh, But I did my trade. I had my own painting business as well. And then I just went, oh, if I wake up in five years' time and I'm still doing this, I'm not going to be happy. So it was, I'm the youngest uh, youngest of three with my mum and dad, but my dad remarried and I have a younger brother and sister as well. But being sort of like the youngest of the three, I always just felt like I just followed, you know, cool, what are we doing now? What do I need to do? And it's like, cool, this is what you do. This is what you do next. Uh, So I felt like I was just sort of coasting. thought, cool. I got to like the end where I had my own business, painting business, I had people working for me and just went, ah, this isn't where I want to be. I'm not enjoying this. I luckily had a great friend of mine that uh, was sort of in between Doing a bunch of stuff, and he really encouraged me to just try anything else. Uh, so that's where my love of marketing came into play. I was already doing, uh, I guess, what to me looks like basic social media stuff for the painting business. I look like an hour just laugh at myself. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, just for fun. Uh, Yeah, I was doing a bit of that, and I really enjoyed it. My first job uh, ever was actually door to door sales for charity. Uh, friend of mine wrote me into, uh, which I did for nine months. I can't believe I did that for nine months. I learned so much about sales and rejection. <laughs> uh, so that was uh but I did like the sales side of it. So I thought, yeah, let's um let's go further down this track. And then he said, Oh, I've got this company that's just sitting there, had no clients in it. That was Black Lion. Uh, he goes, If you want to, you know, just start from there and I'm like, Yeah, great. And then I just did a lot of courses and then just would market for people who would let me market for them and then just got more and more experience over time, got some great mentors and, yeah, now it's completely different. Like, I don't – I still don't know if my dad actually knows what I do (laughs) because uh, he doesn't even have an email address and he doesn't want one. So – I like that. Doesn't have a computer. uh, He's not – He's not that way inclined. I think he just th- – I think he thinks I'm IT, which I'm not. And I'm-
0: <laughs> you're
1: struggling if you're coming to me for IT, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I guess um, I'm sort of in this other basket, like, oh, yeah, so how is your thing, your social media thing that you're doing going? And I'm like, great. <laughs> well, it's funny that you say it like that. Um <laughs> But yeah, I guess I guess there is a part of me that's always felt that bit of exclusion because they, you know, at the dinner table and stuff, or you know, when we used to go to my pops once a week, you talk about the painting jobs that you're doing, like that was just like yeah. a conversation. So then, since doing this, it's it's a whole different world, and I, I just always I guess with anyone, if they can't relate to what you're talking about, then they don't want to they don't want to talk about it that much. Where if it's something that they're like, oh yeah yeah, I remember I did this, and you know, they can give advice then it's much more of a conversation. So yeah, that's why it's, I tell people that's why it's called Black Lion because I'm not a sheep, I'm a lion. But to be honest, uh, it was already no. named before. I-
2: well, first off. <laughs> <laughs> so can I ask, you talk about um, that you really enjoyed sales. Was it because you, was it part of like realizing that you were good at it or what was the part of sales that you that
1: you in particular enjoyed? Great question. I really enjoy talking to people. I'm a people person. So, yeah, just having those conversations. And I guess my view of sales isn't how do I trick them into doing something or anything like that. Like, it's just asking questions and just finding out more information. Be like, oh, well, this will work for you then. Um, So, I guess, yeah, I just had a lot of fun with that and just talking to different people. And I thought, yeah, well, this I knew I didn't wanna do sales as a job though. So I like the part of it. I like the psychology part of it as well. And just, yeah. you know, how to approach people and you know, the influence. Uh, Cause the way I see it, especially that marketing agency, so many dodgy people out there, like so many dodgy people out there. So if I can help people so that they don't get that experience, then great. Um, so I kind of see that. Uh, with the sales side, but I knew when I was looking to pivot what I was doing uh, that if I went into sales, hard sales, I'd burn out. I You just hear so much of that and it's just not the vibe with like the kind of people that are just full-time sales guys, not really my jam. So nothing wrong with that, but it's just not my jam.
2: Yeah. It sounds a little bit like anyway, which I guess I'd probably take the same approach to sales is that like it's got to feel authentic and be authentic to you. And that's when you realize, well, actually I'm really enjoying this, but it's just because I'm I'm being myself. And that's and that's the best salespeople in the end of the day anyway.
1: Yeah. We have, uh, yeah. Black Lion has a five-star review because I had a guy call me up and he was selling kitchen knives. And at the time we weren't working with Ecom clients people selling stuff online there's just better people at it than us and i just said mate i could sell you that we could do all of this and you know we could launch some stuff but you'd be better off um talking to this other guy he does it a lot more than me he's more likely to get your results if you wanted if you had something else down the track then we could help you in that that area but not not with what you got you're going to be better off over here and these are the questions that you need to ask someone to make sure you're getting the right information. And he's like, mate, yeah, everyone I've spoke to, the only, only one that's tried not to just sell me anything. And I'm like, oh. That's awesome. Because you don't need it. And then he left a five-star review. I'm like, oh, that's great.
0: How good's that? Yeah.
1: I didn't even ask you <laughs> to. And I was like, oh, that's nice. So, yeah.
0: And it definitely feels really authentic when you're like – I feel like a part of me just always wants to, to help and fix things for people if they are going through something difficult. And I just couldn't sit with myself. And like, of course, of all industries, I did work in a dodgy sales telecommunication industry. <laughs> but it's the only way, like even then I would get, I'd have really great uh, advocacy at NPS because all the oldies loved me. I'd treat them like my grandma. We'd be chatting about their grandkitties and the cat that they adopted that ran away from Joe Blow down the road. And I love those kind of interactions and teaching and being able to help them. And they'd always come back to me. Oh, it did not help my performance, that's for sure. Um, but it was like, it was so rewarding that it was like, I'm not just trying to rip you off and also the countless people that would come in from another store and go, they just sold me all this and told me it was mm. free. I'm like, oh, the day old trick of that, it's so frustrating. And it's definitely I'd only and I'd only sell very particular products that I knew I had confidence in and I knew worked. Because otherwise, if it was other stupid things where it was like, oh we have some side promotion going out where it's like not really useful technology, but tell the customers it's useful. And I'm like, no, because it's, it's shit. Like (laughs) I'm not going to even waste my time with it. And I think
2: nowadays though, like, consumers are actually so savvy with all that and like oh, if you yeah. even have the slightest background in sales and when I think about like who doesn't to be honest Like mm. you can see right through all that stuff now so I think like as a, any kind of business like you're just kind of you're only helping yourself by being authentic and genuine anyway so yeah mm.
1: yeah and I see it you don't have to help everyone like if someone no. not vibing yeah but you could help them, mm-hmm. then that's, that's okay. There's other, yeah. I, I have that mindset that there's so much abundance out there. Like yes. yeah, I catch up with other agency owners that we're in direct competition with and I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, how can I help? Like I'm happy to help as yeah. much as possible uh, because there's heaps around. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I think that kind of mindset makes a big difference as well with sales.
0: Yeah. There's enough for everyone. Exactly. Yeah. It's great. And considering you had that fun, uh, I guess exposure to sales from a friend. Yeah. What well, prior to that? What did you see yourself doing for a career when
1: you were a kid? Great question. When I was a kid, I wanted to be Superman. So, but- that would have been great if that oh, was yeah. an option. <laughs> uh, career advisor did not suggest that though. So, damn, damn. I did want to be an actor for a little bit. So I did a lot of. <laughs> I did a lot of. Uh, I took drama. I did theater. I was in a circus. Oh. I put on a <laughs> <laughs> just
0: like that past the goalie while
1: they're there. <laughs> um, yeah, I put on a like I, we put on a lot of performances. Put on a big one at the Civic Theatre in Newcastle as well, which was great. So yeah, I did want to be an actor for a while, and then I actually went to a tour of NIDA uh, to see if I could get into that, but then. <laughs> my career supervisor. God, I wish I could remember his name. Uh, I totally <laughs> had him. Uh, but he was like, very slim chances. I would have any other plan than that one. Great. so Yeah. Um, yeah. My dad didn't try to get me into some commercials when I was younger as well. I, th- I actually auditioned for the, which I was never going to get it, the movie Peter Pan that came out years and years and years. And years. Yeah. It felt like i was leveled it and I was like... Yeah, was, I was going to get that. But hey, I had the audition, so that was pretty funny.
2: I love that. Yeah. Oh my god, like this is I don't know what vintage you are, but um but like
1: I'm 90s, 90, like, 90, so
2: You were born in 1990. Oh, wow. Okay, so yeah, you're you're, you're much different vintage to me but <laughs> why, well, I'm like vintage vintage um, but like I was like I grew up in Sydney and so I actually did drama I went and studied drama full time and all that kind of thing too and I did some commercials I didn't even did a coke commercial like, too yeah I know so I'm like
0: Yo, my ears just pricked up when you said that yeah. and I was like oh dude I wonder if we're at the same kind of commercials but I, I, I was I way you. too old I'm learning so much about both of you I didn't know any of those facts yeah. um, as cool as I got are... I remember Tim Bat. Oh, wait, Tim Bailey? Is he the weatherman? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. yes. he's He's still alive. (laughs) (laughs) I don't (laughs) (laughs) know. I'll edit that now. (laughs) I don't know, but Tim Bailey came to Narrabri and I was out the front of the Cotton Centre and we stood there (laughs) with him while he read the weather and he got kind of a little bit moody when he was reading it because he was like doing these ones to kind of silence all the kids and I'm like, dude, this is my one chance on TV. Like, (laughs) Cut me some slack, I'm going to probably be a bit... Crazy, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's my my free f- claim to fame. Nice.
1: No, right. The television <laughs> one.
0: Oh no, I like Got in the the news for the HSC too. Nice. No. But <laughs> Jesus. once again, unpaid. Uh, but you know, just doing it for just doing it for the community. Yeah. You know, take one for the team. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, that was like such a sidebar. It's not funny, but I love
0: it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably
2: not what you thought that you were going to be discussing, like coming on it. And this is what happens on on our podcast. Anyway. um, Okay. I have a question that is probably getting a bit more on track. I read on your website that you said that you've done like something like over 100 courses. Mm. Like that is just crazy to start with. And like, I do feel a little bit intimidated just like talking to you, knowing that you've done like over hundred courses, but I need to know what, I think I thought of this question at like two o'clock this morning. Um, what is like one of the courses that you think is like it's always stuck with you. You know, like we all do like little tiny courses here and there, but something that you're like, you know what, this is the best course I ever invested in Mm. and it's always stuck with you and that you've learnt. In any realm? Like it it doesn't. Yeah, anything. Yeah, anything. Can it be a book? Yeah, sure. Right. Hang on, is that a course? Is that one of your courses? No. It's got to be one of the courses. that like You said you've done over 100 online courses.
1: No, I'm just thinking of it's what's It's got to be one of these. Uh,
2: no, no. Did, just, we don't need like a silly answer that you think we need to hear. We need, we need an answer that just comes like, you know, like, okay, what's the first thing that you think of?
1: We need the course. We need the link for it. We need That's your notes. Right. Uh,
2: no, no, get into your drum, drum Let's get I'll have an improv going on here.
1: Uh, improv champ of <laughs> 2005. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: that's stolen on the new website.
1: Well <laughs> the killer at Space Jump, so and oh! um, <laughs> end type, um oh, I feel like they don't date well. <laughs> I feel like if I said one now, yeah, I wouldn't have right. found it. If there was a marketing one, I wouldn't say it's obsolete. In marketing, the old books are the best sources, in my yeah. Okay, course, not that human nature hasn't changed that much. So stuff that's been written. From years ago, still stands, um, and a lot of the that
2: book "How to Influence People." What's that? How to
1: win friends um, and influence people. That's it. Yep. Yeah, that's the, one. is that still around? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Breakthrough Advertising. Uh, I was about to grab it, but this is a podcast. Um, <laughs> 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 um by Eugene Swartz. I butchered his name. Okay. Um, I'd say that's like the Bible uh, for marketing. That's like. If you want to learn proper how do you market stuff, not just here's how you set up a Facebook ad, then that's what mm-hmm. I would recommend yeah. people to read and then study. Um, he's passed away because it's, I think, written in the 1930s. Um, wow. Vintage again. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> I definitely am not that vintage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be one of the most impactful. Friend of mine, Jared Codling, I'll name him, uh, he had a course a couple of years ago called Hack Your Agency and he's he's a freak to be honest. He's just yeah, no. probably one of the highest level marketers I know or have heard of that's real in person uh, where he just knows he's a proper growth hacker. So people talk about in marketing, oh, you've got this growth hack and it's usually like you're leveraging the algorithm to work in your favor, kind of like... Okay. Well, uh, kind of like... People used to run competitions, like this page, follow this, tag that. That stuff doesn't work anymore like how it used to or really at all, but it used to because you leverage the algorithm to give you what you wanted. He used to find out stuff like that. He still does all the time and he just has a really good amount of knowledge on like the 12 different areas of digital marketing. Um, he's just a freak. So he he, um, he came out with a call. He also hacked Tinder, which I find hilarious.
0: Oh, wow. Um, best, this is the best story ever by
1: the way. <laughs> 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 uh, he's open to Don't know like, how to hack it. <laughs> yeah, he figured out the algorithm. Wow. Tinder has a rating oh. of people and how they, you know, if you say yes to someone, they say no to you, your rating will go down and all of this stuff. Oh, my uh, God. God. And that's how he got his girlfriend, who's Miss Iran, which is <laughs> hilarious. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. um, <laughs> he tells people that, so I can share that story. Um, yeah, wow. Well. But yeah, he's course. Probably not for what you think. It's not about the hacks that he had in it that was really impactful. It's more he had a lot around performance deals uh, and partnerships with businesses. So rather than charging a flat fee, he broke down. This is how you charge a percentage of you know revenue or profit and results or paid okay. lead because he that's pretty much the only way he works with people is if he gets equity in a company. Uh, wow, yeah, but that was pretty impactful. Done a lot of inner work as well. I'd say that's probably, but it's. When I say, well, I guess it's a course, but you kind of go away for three days as well. That was probably one of the most impactful things. Just learning about, I'm going to butcher this reference as well, but internal family systems from a psychology terminology view. uh, It's just, look. I look at myself like there's lots of parts of me. So, there's a part of me that's angry, there's a part of me that's a teenager, you know. It's still me, but there's there's just that part of me. So, that was really impactful for... That's interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm big believer in supporting men's health because I think there's a big shortage of yep. that. Um there's a lot of lot of services coming out now, but I just think it's so important. Um I think there was a stat the other day actually um there was a survey about who is the most lonely in society. And most people think it's old elderly people. Um but it was actually the highest was men aged between twenty five and thirty four. I'm like, wow. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, it was like one in four are lonely. Uh, I'm like,
2: wow. So what's? I wonder what the um like what is classified as lonely? Classified as lonely? Yeah. Because like you'd think that age group is like you've got all your friends, they're still young, you know that kind of thing. I mean that's not necessarily lonely. Like obviously internal thoughts is creates lonely, um you know a, a sense of being lonely and stuff. But yeah, I wonder what that kind of like basis was on yeah. what they classified yeah. that. That's crazy.
1: I find when I talk to a lot of men, they've got a lot of what I would say acquaintances, but not true friends. Mm -hmm. Like I hang around with a lot of people, but they don't know me. Like they don't actually know me. And it's just because guys don't talk about a lot of that stuff or they just feel Mm -hmm. like it's not appropriate. So
2: yeah. That's and you know, I actually yeah. now that I hear that stat, and this is definitely not where I thought this conversation was gonna go, but now that you've brought it up, no, like it's yeah. super important, yeah. you know? Um yeah. so yeah, like I had a brother who committed suicide at the age of thirty three. Yeah. You know, and so when you hear like stats like that, you kinda go, Oh wow, like it's actually not that surprising. Mm. Yeah, there's just this stigma, like you said, around of like you know it's it's harder for men to have like these closer relationships like females have. Mm. You know, like we just have that. We've got I hate to say it, but we do. We've got that girl bond just naturally, and um, it's obviously it's a massive issue. Like you said, that's not spoken about. So
1: yeah, mm. I, there's uh, there was a company that was doing lots of like men's circles and men's events. When you get men in a room with no women around, the conversation can be very different. Um, not in like a boys club type of way, but like, hey, we're going to talk about some real stuff. And the biggest thing I always saw was one guy would go up and they would talk it out, what's actually going on and like what's actually going on in your life, like what's the real stuff. And it's like, who else relates to this? Every man's like, yup, I'm super in my head. Yo, I have heaps of self-hatred that's under the surface, not super conscious about it. All of this stuff, um, self-sabotaging, all the very common stuff, and it's like we're all going through it together, but no one's talking about it. Um, yeah. So they were great. I, I loved uh, being in rooms like that and just seeing shifts and guys, and because then it just flows on to everything else. Then they can be better dads, better leaders, better leaders for themselves as well. Yeah, big fan mm. of doing stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Interesting. I definitely think it's, yeah, about time. Like, I guess it'll be interesting to see, like, and, Look, once again, this is going to digress into like completely different. But I think um, especially like hearing all of that, that you've gone through going to these groups and seeing that the conversation's starting, but it's still like there's so far to go. Mm. How do you feel about that with bringing up your little one in that kind of like, are you hoping that the switch is going to happen at that point? Or is it? Yeah. How do you? How's that feeling?
1: Uh, Yeah. There's always concern. I mean, as a parent, worried about heaps of stuff for him, like, you know. I feel like whatever he's going to do for a living won't exist at the moment, because everything changes so quickly. How much he's on social media, all of this sort of stuff. Like, there's all these worries that you have as a parent, and I, I always just feel it's the community um, that really makes the biggest impact. So there's a book I read called Raising Boys. Uh, really great book, highly recommend it. Uh, it. Really aligns with a lot of this other stuff that I've done, but just the journey of with boys, how you know the first. There's rough years, five, six years. They're really attached to their mum and it's just unconditional love is like a main thing that they get. And then after that, they start to get more attached to their dad up until about 12 where there's that leadership and they're following around and they're learning on what am I meant to be doing as a a boy, as a man. Uh, And then after that, teenage years, I'm sure as a lot of people experience, they rebel. You know, it's not about the parents anymore. It's about having like these mentors that are around. So... When I think about uh, Finley, I just think I need to make sure his community is people that will have these conversations, and you know, teaches him how to you know respect himself. Really, is the way I say it. Just have a lot of self love um, and be able to talk about all that sort of stuff. So it's just setting that I want to set the right example for him as much as I can, or just show him how to get support when he does fall down. It's just the other part. It's not about being perfect. It's just about knowing what to do if something does happen. So, yeah. And I've got, I've got mates that have kids around the same age and we're like, oh, this would be great, you know, them taking out and they could go to the playground together and other kids here have been talking about, oh, so what part of you uh, is really upset you can't go on the slide? Like, okay, I thought I'd go down
0: honestly would. <Warren>.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, to bring it back on track. This episode's going to be called Off the Tracks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah 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 well, um, but I guess um and I, I'm gonna be really interested to hear your answer on this how how would you
1: describe your creativity Oof. it's funny because I've I wanted to listen to a couple episodes before I came on and I think it's the first episode uh you talk about how people say oh, I'm just not creative but different people different types of people like an electrician to be creative in their own way I used to – yeah, I used to – a part of me used to tell myself that I'm not creative um, because I wasn't. And then I laughed hilariously because, like, I've done canvas paintings as well, like. Wow. So I am – I am I am creative in that way as well. I used to draw a lot too. I feel like I'm creative in a lot of different ways. I mean, at work it's words. So, you know, marketing – marketing is just salesmanship in print. Stole that quote from Albert Lasker, one of the great... Good a good quote. Yeah. Uh, it's just, Should we credit the person? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, Albert Lasker. Source unknown, unknown, Lasker. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, cool. I, I-, 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 I- Anonymous.
1: He's a, another really old guy. I think he's like <laughs> 1800s. Uh, but he was like the guy that started Sunkiss to be big and wow. Campbell's Soup and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. Um, fun fact, Sunkiss used to just sell like oranges before they made you know, sugary soda. Yeah,
2: the drink, uh, yeah.
1: Uh, and he had a promotion where he got a free tea with a bag of oranges or something like that. That year, they were the highest distributor of silverware. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh <my laughs> the offer worked so well. Yeah. I had to give away so many spoons. It was more than any other company that actually sells them. I find it that hilarious. That's
2: crazy. But That's so right. Actually, I
1: find my like, creativity is, like, it's through work. It's like building. I feel like I'm a builder in a way because... I guess my role is strategy. So I'm putting together, cool, well, this client does X. What is their offer? You know, their service is their offer. That's what's in the way of actually what people want. You know, people don't want to go to the gym. They don't want to lift heavy weights and put their body under pressure. They want the result of what that's going to give them. Mm -hmm. So I look at that and then go, cool, how can I build this offer to give to the people that Want to get it and then i uh, cool after that. What do the words look like? So I feel like that's just creating something out of nothing. So I feel like that's where my creativity really yeah, comes please. out. I think my other part of where God, I'm smiling a lot more because I probably <laughs> this is where I prefer to put my creativity, but just I just love being that. dad, uh, just with silly just like making games, making up songs. The other weekend, I literally tore the whole lounge room apart, took all the uh, hard cushions off the lounge, and we built a fort.
0: Yeah, you've been waiting for the day you could do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs)
0: Hang on, how old did you say he is? 12 months.
1: Yeah, he's like 15, 16 months.
2: Oh, okay. All right.
1: Team. Okay,
0: so
2: wait till he gets to three. Can I just say then the whole thing changes and you will not be, you'll look back at this conversation yeah. <laughs> and question some of it. That's just so much fun. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> It gets hard. All right. It gets really hard. I'm going through this at the moment. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Mm.
1: Yeah. So that that's always a lot of fun and just I've made up so yeah. oh, I feel like he's going to be like, oh, don't you guys know this one? I'm like, uh, no, dad made that up. It is not on <laughs> tune. It doesn't even rhyme. Like, it's not. <laughs> I wouldn't tell people about that song, mate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's... Oh,
0: that's great. Yeah. And, and, like, even those kind of things, like, you've just brought up a, a memory for me. is like, something that I loved whenever my mum like because we're living on a farm so every now and then we probably went into town way more often than I remember but I'm like oh my god we're going into town oh it's so far away so coming to town we're going to mama's house and I loved mama's house because mama would play with us mm-hmm. and like I remember we had literally all these random blocks which I found out later she'd gotten them from like the men's shed or something and painted all these random off cuts of dow and blocks and things and got them to cut it up and she'll probably listen to this later and fact check me but anyway <laughs> my family typically does that. And look, there are some factually incorrect things I've said, but that's so fun. Um, but anyway, and, um, I, it's just, it was the best day and she had, we were in the driveway we had these blocks everywhere. We had cars and we're like, got a little garage and she, and she's on the ground playing with us. And like, as a kid, like I look so fondly on that and it's, just yeah and you always want or I think you'd kind of think oh yes for me I would think oh that's a normal memory but then like now being an adult it's like oh you know there's a lot of kids that don't get that love and attention Mm. um from you know that senior figure in their life so I think like that that's just so awesome that it's like oh we're straight into the forts, getting into all this and just being channeling that creativity to make up his own little unique thing like later down the track he'd be like oh gross I sang that to another kid in kindy and they didn't know it <laughs> but like that's something that's so special and unique um which I think is is so awesome to be able to hear that other kids get that because I don't have exposure to many kids so there you go
1: yeah makes me yeah just think or remember about my brother Brendan who's Two years older than me, we were thick as thieves when we were kids, and we'd go somewhere, and it's like, "Hey, just sit here while we've got to go do all this boring stuff." And we would just make up games all the time. It's usually, mums at the pub, and we just get stuffed out the back or something like that. <laughs> um, so we just make up games and stuff like that. But that was always, I feel like, the most fun, where we just we could make something out of nothing. But yeah. Just a little tangent that I thought in my head.
0: I love
2: that. Next on your list of things to do will be like write a kid's book or a kid's album
0: or something like that. That has to happen. That needs to be a passion project. (laughs) Seriously.
2: (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, so I have a question. I feel like um, maybe in general kind of like marketers have got a bit of a bad name and like I don't know where that stems from I and mean, maybe it is from like that old school like when we were talking about like hard sellers and that kind of thing. How how do you feel that your business does it differently? Um, compared to, or how can you convince people that marketing is not like a dirty word, like it's kind of become um, where it just feels like some people have said to me, um, oh, "You just pay shitload of money, and what do you get in return?" Right? What is your response to
1: something like yeah. that? Great question. I think a big part of that, <laughs> I might trigger some people, uh, is I think right. uh, I think when people go to marketers. They just choose to not have any responsibility afterwards. They're like, oh, you're doing that. That's it. I don't need to do anything. Yeah. I'm out. I think as a business owner, you need to be taking responsibility. Even if someone's looking after you, you need to be on top of them. Like, how is this working? How are you going to get it to work? Mm-hmm. Like, I've had clients that ask all these questions. And I love all those questions. Like, oh, what, what proof can you give me? Show me the experience. Is there other clients I could look at that you've done? Can I talk to them? Things like that, that people just don't do and any client that talks to me that way, they are usually the best clients because they understand how much is going into it when someone does do marketing and the people that ask those questions have usually been burnt by someone that, you know, just has a laptop and then figures, oh yeah, I can do marketing because I know how to post an ad and it's like, there's so much more to it than that. Yeah, Um, I guess I had a bit of a journey with this. Within the agency at the start, so Blackline used to just run ads. We just ran primarily Facebook ads, but we didn't like for what we do now. Is we we still run ads, but we also build the web page or the landing page, and then we also set up some email follow up as well. When we just ran ads, and this is where I think it's kind of like no one's wrong, but everyone's losing. So people can r- go, hey, I'm going to run these ads, and it's like great, and the ads can be the best. But if that page or their website doesn't convert, they're just going to a brick wall. So, it's not the marketer's fault. They're going to come and this is where I think businesses get annoyed because the marketer will be like, hey, yeah, the ads are killing it. You know, we're getting this cost per click. It's awesome. How good is that? And then the business owner is like, no, I'm not getting any work. This is terrible. I was going to tell you, you need to change something they're like, no, 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 it's going really well. What are they complaining about? And it's like they both are in the dark, but they haven't had the right conversation of, no, something's wrong, Um, something's not working. So we used to do that at the start, and then I just got frustrated and went, no, we need... I always looking to make a better product because having the best product or service is the best marketing that you can have. So I'm always looking to get more and more of that. And then I think it also tied in with a lot of the inner work that I did where just leveling up of how much responsibility can you take Um, rather than shying away from it, try to take more of it. And part of that is I'm like, well, if that's the problem, then we need to, we need to do that as well. But then with what you mentioned about the fees, this is where there's this funny line of cool. I can do all of this. We can really craft an irresistible offer, run the ads, write all the copy, do all the design work, build the page, have a split test for the page so they're seeing two variations and then write all this email follow-up and set it up and do all that. There's a lot in that. Um, But if that's what it takes to get the result, then it's going to obviously cost. And this is where I had a really honest conversation with a yoga studio the other day. She rang up a girl that works for us. Macy, shout out. Uh, She'll probably listen to Yeah,
0: (laughs) I hope she does.
1: Yeah, I I reckon everyone points them. (laughs) yeah, she gave me a call and she's like, yeah. And I'm like, cool. And I just ask questions, you know, what's your goal? And she's like, I want to book out my classes. And I'm like, how much? And like her cap uh, for her classes, it was only going to be like, I shouldn't say only, the cap of her classes was about, I think between one and $2,000 a week. And I'm like, we will cost too much. It's not going to work out. So like, we could do all of this, but you are not going to make the money back. And I said, this is all the things that you need to do First, um, to get to where you need to go to before you're going to hire someone. So I think a lot of people don't consider that. Um, and marketing agencies, unfortunately, they have their goals of growing their business and they just want to sell. So it's like, hey, you want us to do something? All right, we'll run your ads. And it's like, nah, but that's not what they want. It's like I said before, people don't, People don't actually want ads done. They want the result of what's going to come from the ads. Mm-hmm. But no one's having this open conversation of like, "Hey, if we run your ads. Then what? What's the what's the real success metric of what we're trying to get out of this? And if it if the math doesn't line up, then it's everyone's just going to get disappointed. So that's why, why I always try to have these conversations up front because there's nothing. I think there's nothing worse than doing taking on a client. They're not happy. You're just trying harder to get results but it's not heading in the right way. So, yeah, I feel like I went on a bit of a tangent.
2: Yeah. No, that's cool. Uh, Sorry about to throw myself under the bus here. Nice. i have just oh. <laughs> – Nice, yeah. Um, so just over a month ago, I – let's just – I'm going to – I hired someone, let's say, that's not of this um, country to assist me with doing SEO of my website – And to be honest, they've been great so far. But, you know, what's really, really interesting is that because you were talking about you know um people saying well you also need to do this as well and not just walk away from it is that they actually did give me that before like they did anything they were like now these are the things you need to do for for me um, and these are the things you need to commit to to also help make this work not just exactly what you said not just leave it to us and walk away from it which is in a way to be honest I kind of thought that's what I was going to do initially but they gave me a list of things that I had to agree to for them to continue also working on my on on my my work so I actually I think that's great and like you said it shouldn't just be that it's like yeah go for your life and I take no responsibility because it's it's just it takes a collaboration of client in the in yourselves to, to make it work doesn't
1: it the business owner is the yeah. commander of the ship and then your marketing person or team or agency is just the special forces for that area yeah and that's what they should like they should, you should just talk to them and that I think every business owner should have a base knowledge around pass the market You don't need to be an expert in it in any sense. But Georgina's experienced this with people too around the website stuff. But sometimes they just use lingo to confuse you so that you stop asking questions. Yeah. It's like, no, don't like you're dealing with someone of a good level if they're trying to make it relatable so that you have a proper understanding. Rather than just using jargon. Yeah. Saying, oh yeah, we're gonna, you know, do the thing with the CPMs are gonna be that and blah blah blah. And it's like I don't know what you're going to do, but uh, it sounds like you're going to do a good job. With, like, they're just saying that stuff. Well, not everyone, but sometimes they're saying that stuff just to confuse you. So you mm-hmm. stop asking questions and you think they're an expert. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. The other thing, like what we do for clients is I think what you should do when you vet an agency is what are all, like look for their social proof. Do they have video testimonials? Do they have lots of reviews? Always check their reviews. Some of them Phoenix though. Some of them just start up another name. I've seen that a bunch, um, which is unfortunate. But yeah, I guess it's just doing research. And I think the ultimate is, can I talk to one of your clients? And that freaks a lot of agency owners out, but I think it's one of the best things you can do to find the right person.
2: Yeah, brilliant. Now I want to talk about you do some public speaking. Is that correct? Yeah. What do you talk about? <laughs> and apart from what do you talk about? Like this is like this is public speaking is one of those things where people just go, holy shit, I could never do that, right? Yeah. Um. So number one, what do you talk about? And number two, obviously you're talking about something to do with this, but um, and number two, uh. How do you keep yourself sane and focused? And like, do you look at everyone in the audience naked? That's obviously <laughs> one of the important
1: questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do that and go, oh yeah, I should probably think about my presentation as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, great question. I think, I think there's two types of public speaking for me. Yeah, there's one where someone's paying me to talk uh, at their thing mm-hmm. and I need to convey a message or educate them or something. And then there's when I run my own and then I find that so different because one of the ways I built uh black line up at the start was I ran free seminars, marketing seminars, uh, just educating people, business owners, whoever would come pretty much whoever would listen to me at the start. This is like very early on, um, I think the first or the second one was only like one or two people in the crowd. I was like, well, (laughs) great. Well, you're going to get the best experience then. Um, Yeah, because I feel if it's my own event, when I was running them, I could just have fun with it. Like anything I said, I just, that was it. That was part of the presentation then. So, whereas if I'm speaking to, you know, a mastermind or a crowd or, you know, whatever. Um, And I've got to convey that message. I feel there's a lot more pressure that I need them to understand this, where when it's my own, I mean, now that I feel a bit more seasoned as a speaker, I do make a lot of jokes throughout the whole thing, and I just have a lot of fun with it. Uh,
0: They're great.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's a big, I think a big part of public speaking is you need to keep them engaged. And I can't remember... I can never note where I've learnt things from, um, <laughs> these poor people where I've done their courses. Uh, but you need to change the modality like every seven minutes, I think it was. Wow. So, Otherwise people just start to fall asleep and depending on who the crowd is, that can happen quicker than that. So that's where the, the Georgina, I like. To, I always throw this one in, I always say, oh, does that make sense? You know, people, you've got to ask them questions, get them interactive, wake them up. And when pretty much no one answers me, I go, "No, nah, it does not make sense. Makes dollars."
2: Like <laughs>
1: that. Oh, that's funny, dude. Oh, they're like, "Oh, this guy's an idiot." Uh- <laughs> yeah, and I guess like prep for it. I really like the saying: "If it's worth doing, no oh, mess it up straight away. If it's worth doing, then do it." Well, yeah, it's like that. Uh, so, in the sense of, I like that because I feel like there's two parts to that. I feel like everyone just goes, "Oh yeah, you just always do a good job of stuff." But I like the the fact of it. If if it's worth doing, and you should spend ten hours on it, then then you should do the best job ever. Like if, then, just spend ten hours on it. There. But if you look at it and go it's not worth spending 10 hours on it's like well then maybe you shouldn't be doing it at all so yeah you know, the, like it's a filter but then it's also just do your best um at all of it. so when it comes to speaking i like to rehearse it five ten times depending on depending on the audience i guess but yeah i like to rehearse it a lot generally the jokes get rehearsed as well a little <laughs> bit um so i think i forget half of them and then i just make up new ones on the spot as well
2: you've got new got songs to in. sing to people now
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm going to add that in. I'm definitely going to add I Phil, I make you a promise, Barbie, I will because <laughs> I want to run, I do want to run one of my own seminars not to get clients or anything just because I, I like doing it and it's fun. So I'm going to add that song in there oh, at oh, one right. point. I promise oh, yes, you that. Get Georgina to, to film it and send it to you.
0: Yes, and then it starts going into like, um, like I don't know, Oh shit, I, I, improv, ugh, I can't do it, but like, you know, um. <laughs> Uh, Instagram, insta I, I don't know, fuck, I don't know. We'll come up with it later. Let's we'll see where you're going. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll, <laughs> we'll leave that it up to the expert. It's <laughs> a <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I did disclaim, didn't take improv. I, I, yeah, so this is your show. What? Um What? <laughs> I want to die inside a little bit.
2: <laughs> it's just where I start to feel like the third wheel. I'm just not sure if this is an inside joke here.
0: No, oh, I'm just like just I. It's just me being me. I can okay. Yes. Uh, it's yes. So fun. Yeah. No. You haven't said anything. Awkward. You've been putting up. Yeah. You've just been putting up with me for several years. I think you're just a bit. Desensitized from it. Um, very very So, okay. So, so we didn't get to
2: whether, yeah, you obviously don't, you don't look at people as being naked in the audience.
1: Not with public speaking. I, I <laughs> or, uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. I think sure. it would put me off anyway. So I don't understand why that was always like a thing. It was just like, oh, why would
1: we want to do that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. I do get, I would say, i'd say i get a mixture of nervous and excited yeah at the same time yeah um, someone that I can't remember to attribute uh said that it's the same physical sense in your body of being nervous and being excited so it is isn't it butterflies so I just choose that I'm really excited right now uh and then yeah just sort of swing into it that way and just for me the the most nervous part is just starting. Once I start and then I just start talking, it's like, oh, this this is fun. Like, this is great. Yeah. Uh, it's the lead up that, yeah, all the butterflies come and you're like, ah. Oh, it's like, I know all of this. I could do this without slides like this. I know this stuff really well. Um, I actually wasn't great at school and doing speeches. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Which um, I find hilarious. But I guess I channel a bit of my drama days when it's just like a performance, really. Uh, yeah. You look at it that way.
2: Yeah. Cool. Mm. Awesome. Um, Georgie, do you think it's time that we actually ask our three questions?
0: I think it's time for our three questions. And I don't know if you listened to one of the latest episodes, so don't think you know what they are. Yeah. Yes. All right. Awesome. All right. You can take right. it away first, Georgie. <laughs> Which I think you kind of shot yourself in the foot on this one, so you yeah. probably have to think because you've shed a lot of, you know, little Easter eggs throughout the whole podcast. But what is a fun fact about yourself?
1: Oh. Fun fact! Oh, so many. <laughs> my mind is so funny. It like, oh, about this one. Don't say it. Was, well, why did you bring it up then? <laughs> oh, well, that's what okay, I got in my head. We like constantly. Oh, I don't want to
2: really say this, but let's talk. Let's talk about it right now. We do this yeah, every yeah. episode. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Pretty much. Uh-huh. Fun fact. I don't know. I have heaps of random stuff. That's uh, it. I can do really good handstands. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Handstand and do a push-up during without touching the wall or anything. That's just being a show-off. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, great. What? And, and another one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <My bow. laughs> Try again. Is all your brain brother? Uh, no. Edit that out as well. Uh, <laughs> that's still going to get the line of day. <laughs> um. Fun fact. Oh I'm just gonna say this, and you can edit it out because okay. it's kind of weird. It's more of a weird fact. Okay. I used to have a tail. Oh. <laughs> and what I mean by that. Is- <laughs> is what are they actually called a tag i had a skin tag it's like a it's like a freckle or a mole but it grows really long off your body (laughs) but my partner hated it like i loved it i thought it was the best thing ever Um, oh Oh, I don't know. It's really oh, hilarious. It's right. F-
2: oh, okay. okay, sorry. Like-
1: so I don't have it anymore. I tied a string around it and it fell off sand. Uh,
0: with-
1: oh, what was that? Oh. Uh, it's not once. Look, I didn't measure it, but let's, let's say five mil. Oh. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah like, not, not like 10 centimeters. I didn't look like a croppet. I'm not a monkey. What?
2: What you identify as a furry or something?
1: Yeah, That's. But... <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm actually in cats. I you know, identify like with that. <laughs> we're not going in it. No, know. no. <laughs> yeah. um, oh my god! I think the best one day. Oh my god! <laughs> well, we're <laughs> so well, circus. That would have been a good one, but
0: and and acrobat and actor. So I went. Oh, you stitch yourself up here. Let's come up with a new one. So I was thinking I was going to learn something new. But Barbie, the fun thing is, this tale saga, this story has been hanging around the office all week. This week, so this. <laughs> It's just so I funny, didn't so it's hilarious. I did, but I was laughing at your reaction because you so thought sorry. there was a whole Bit tail, of tail of going on back there.
1: Hang my girl, I'd bought some freak.
0: You to put in tail.
2: No <laughs> <laughs> other kind of content.
1: Yeah, I'll do I put a
2: tail? And like, you know, I actually oh, really shit. enjoyed it, or like some weird thing you just said. So anyway,
1: just surgically attached. It was a choice, <laughs> elective surgery. Uh, I've always dreamt of having a tail. Oh, yeah.
2: stop. Okay. Oh my God. How do we move on from this? the next question maybe (laughs) oh shit what is it um okay okay um what um what is one thing that you've always wanted to do but you've either been like a little bit like almost like a little bit fearful
1: of trying
2: it um yeah that you would like to try within the next
1: 12 months I don't know if it'll happen the next 12 months but I'd like to buy a business uh I'm learning lots at the moment about how most startups fail uh, and then even less get past a million dollars a year in revenue where if you just buy a profitable business that you can say they have great operations but are terrible at marketing i'm great at marketing that's a great business yeah buy it so yeah buying a business i'm learning lots about it at the moment i'm definitely not close to doing that but i'd like to buy a trade business and just yeah cool have someone else run it but we do the marketing and I oversee a lot of stuff. So, yeah, that yeah. Means some, that's a huge, huge commitment to buy a business. Yeah. I mean, I bought this business as well, so, but it was a lot different.
0: The, yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's like working in it as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's, that's,
1: yeah. That's a really good one. Awesome. Mm.
0: Last one, Georgie. Last but not least, one. what is one thing that you'd like to implement this, this year uh, to grow either professionally or
1: personally? I want to answer for both. Uh, Personally, I want to implement a babysitter. (laughs) Uh, That's great. Just to build, because I feel like as a dad, there's so many, and Baba, you might relate to this. It's like, yeah, you've got that extra job as a parent, but then you can't forget that you're also someone's partner. Yeah. And then you can't forget to look after yourself and when i mean that i mean like take myself out for dates and look after myself in that way and how would i want to enjoy my own time with myself so finding time like that is just gets a lot more challenging i'm not saying it's impossible um but it's it's just more difficult we don't have a lot of family that help um like babysit at all so uh yeah we had we found someone which is very exciting uh just one of his daycare teachers, so he's really comfortable they're necessarily with dates. That's great. So yeah, just taking my partner out for date nights. Um yeah. And then also because we, we my partner does wood turning. Uh, yeah. <sighs> lost trade. Look her up on Instagram, oh, look, plug oh. for
0: her. look up for cheap, why don't you logo? <clears throat> What's it called? Lost trade. Lost
1: trade. trade.
2: <sighs> okay, well she's right up my alley. Okay, awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, cool. Um so she has her nights where she does wood turning and then I've got Wednesday nights. I'm currently playing indoor soccer, but I'm going to retire from that soon because I've got to get a hernia uh, fixed up. And I'm just going to, yeah, have date nights for myself, maybe go take myself to the movies or go to the driving range and play, hit some golf balls or something like that. So that's what I'm going to implement personally. Work. Just make Georgie, you know, just work so much harder. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That's no, out. I mean, we just changed our once-a-month lunches to afternoon drinks, so that that's fun. fun.
2: Dangerous. Easy. Yeah. Ten. <laughs> Cheer.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I said everyone has to eat lunch that day to uh, make sure. We're, yeah, I'm also not liable for how you get home. Right. Mm. So, mm. Um,
0: that's what Jack's for. That's why we're going to vegans yeah, afterwards. Kickoffs.
1: Yeah, you get me a cap, Horrible Uber rating. So. Yeah, will. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'd like to implement in work. I guess uh, I always just think more support. I always think how can I support the guys more? With like the guys uh, in the company, everyone gets at least one hour a week education, and then we share that on a Monday, and. I'd like to help that more by just getting more people in to help. So I have had uh, a great, call it called, a leadership coach, uh, Liz Murray, plug for her. Just plug it everyone on there. Uh, Call them a marketer. That's (laughs) all we (laughs) why. Yeah, yeah. She came in uh, last year and she did a great uh, presentation on Georgina. Do you remember what the topics were?
0: Yeah, they're like look. There was ones that really stuck out to me. It was to do with like conflict, like resolution, and like having difficult conversations. um, Which I was like, toot pop off. Like I need this. Um, And well. Yeah, yeah, the power pose. That honestly, that stuck with me because I was also watching Grey's Anatomy at the time, and one of the surgeons before she goes and cuts some people's heads, she does that, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, why are you doing that, shrimp?" It just gets me in the zone, and then like she performs really well. So then, then Liz brought it up, and I'm like, "Must work if Grey's Anatomy and Liz say so," yeah. Um, which no, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I I have I've implemented that a couple of times. I do know parts of me, in the heat of panic forgets the basics which we're working on nice, nice. <laughs> um, but yeah like oh that was that was awesome to listen to and I think um, sorry make this about myself because why isn't it about me um, but I I definitely reckon that's something that I'd love to that's something that I'll always come back to is always refreshing on that and, um, and just making sure it's always front of mind personally um, but yeah that was that was awesome
1: yeah yeah, I'd say that to support the team more, and also, I guess what I mentioned before, just run some free seminars to help businesses. Uh, usually, the ones that come to it, we they're like not in our bracket that we can help them. That at least they get informed and they can do stuff themselves. So, I'd like to do that a lot more as well. Yeah, and awesome. just remind Jack that he's the boss dog at. Uh, I, I just wanted to. Uh, I don't,
2: just wanted sure to point you
1: <laughs> Because Georgina claims that she's the second boss at work. Okay. And, uh, yeah,
0: always I command the room.
1: Just gonna what put it on my Jack is the boss dog uh, when I'm not around. So debatable, debatable.
0: Yeah. Oh well, like yes, and Jack's a graphic designer now, so yeah, may as well. He could take the websites. Like, see yeah. guys, I'll be a no,
1: silent partner. No, I can partner. do a lot. Hmm. Yeah. I can, yeah, silent partner. This up, I like this. All these designs are done in PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
1: not even Canva, it's just PowerPoint, yeah. In oh, a word just... doc. That's very still. From.
0: Word art <laughs> Oh, don't yeah, even think sick. <laughs> <laughs> get comic stands out, guys.
1: Yeah. Sweet fat. That's for high level clients, so. Mm, That's awesome. <laughs>
0: oh. oh. oh.
2: This has been, like, very interesting. Definitely a lot of conversations which I didn't think that we would be having, to be honest. Um, So I am going to thank you for your honesty and your transparency and... You've got some great stories that I'm going to ponder on after this. Um, and you obviously know what you're talking about and you're very good at what you do and you seem like a really great guy to be working for. So props to you. Thank you so much for, for coming on Creative Clinks and chatting to us about your story,
1: stories. <laughs> <sighs> nice Thanks okay. for um, all me. I'm happy to come back if you yeah. run out of... Um... If you, need more,
2: if you need more songs, like, you know where to find yes. me. Yeah, it's on my email now. Yeah,
1: I'll share them. My, mm. That's my writer for coming on the show is I need a song. Yeah. No, that fits out.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, agree. All right. Well, I think we'll wrap this up. So there is one last thing that we need to ask you. It is the most important question of this mm-hmm. whole podcast. Oh, what is it? Daniel from Black Lion Digital. Can I get a
0: whoop, whoop, <laughs> whoop, whoop, <laughs> whoop. <Wow. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> For now, we'll leave you with that and have a great week. Cheers.